0: I am the Lord, and that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carve idols. And that is Isaiah 42.8. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Bridge Radio. And we are coming at you from the great state of Texas. I am your host, A.W. Varilla, And next to me, like always, the president, Steve Den Hartog. What's going
1: on, everybody?
0: It's good to be with <laughs> back with you again. Yeah, you, you, you took off last week eating all that turkey all the delicious uh, food from Thanksgiving. Did you did you do Black Friday last week no, at all? I, I don't do the Black Friday <laughs> thing. I do it online if uh, anything. It was good though. How about you? Oh man, yeah, we uh, we we just relaxed at home and. Uh, uh, I, I got a little Black Friday uh, goodies online, no, nothing too crazy, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was nice to just. Uh, we didn't get to spend time with family, uh, my wife and I, but uh, uh, that was done on purpose, and we got to we we got to stay home, relax, and and now we're looking forward to Christmas. Uh, what that looks like, we don't know yet, as well. Uh, I don't know if I'm I don't gonna think be, I don't think anybody knows what it's going to y- look like. Exactly. I was thinking of maybe going back to Chicago. I go back every year, um, but we'll see we'll see um and uh, i hope everybody last week uh enjoyed uh the podcast as we uh jump the pond and went over to scotland with brother john william noble and daniel funk uh and what they're doing over at Publishing. uh Publishing, so I hope Yeah, that's you, super exciting Yeah, super exciting, and uh, if you haven't got an opportunity to listen to that episode, please uh, go back uh, And you know, today uh, we are going to be uh, doing the Body of Divinity You guys know when you hear that song coming on, uh, we're going to be doing a Body of Divinity So we are going from hopping the pond to traveling back in time today right. Um, and, and again, for our listeners, please, uh, subscribe to Apple, Android, Google, and Stitcher radio, and please visit our website at bridgemanloredo.org. Um, any, any new update, uh, updates, uh, this week on everything just going on here at bridge, Steve? Uh right. We're just continuing to move forward and, uh. Just
1: uh, praising God for how He's continuing to provide for us as a ministry, and and you know continuing to uh, to look forward to purchasing that building sometime early next year. Yeah. So Lord willing, we'll be able to pull the trigger on that.
0: Yeah, super super exciting stuff that's happening here at Bridge Ministry. Uh, again, just remember uh, for our listeners, we are a Christian bookstore. Uh, This is why we do these podcasts, and we're going through the body of divinity by uh, Thomas. Watson, uh, because we're going to be talking today about just the glorification of God, mm-hmm. uh, which is really exciting. I mean, just going through this section was just absolu- absolutely amazing for me uh, as we start touching on the points here. But sure. um, uh, I couldn't help but just think about bridge uh, in certain sections that we're, I was going through this book about how you and Leanne have been given uh, this task in this moment in time uh, to open up the bookstore, uh, do what you guys do here at the bookstore with discipleship, uh, Bible classes, uh, uh, showing people to books uh, in general, yeah. Christian Christian books, solid Christian books, and and just the impact that that just has had on the community and the people of Laredo. Well.
1: Yeah, and I'm just glad you brought that up because I think it's just so important for us as Christians to read, Mm, Yeah, you know, Um, and not just new stuff, you know, like C.S. Lewis talks about, you should, for every new book you you read, you should read, you know, one or two old books as well Mm. because there is so much wisdom in these books. I mean, this one, this was what, 400 years ago and just so much practical wisdom for us nowadays, you know, and so just trying to make people aware of what's available out there. And, uh, you know, when people come in and ask for book recommendations, it's, yeah. you know, there's 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 a lot of good new stuff, but there's a lot of really good old stuff too, especially from the Puritans yeah. that are just so beneficial for our spiritual growth.
0: Yes, absolutely. And it's definitely been edifying for me as I've been, as I've been going through this book and what I've been learning, uh, things that sometimes we... Don't pay attention in the details uh, of uh, of the things that we think that we already know mm. and might be like, oh, I already know that. Like, you know, as we talk about, you know, how many ways to glorify God. Right. But uh, I love how just Thom- Thomas Watson just breaks it down. And you guys, this section is pretty long. So um, I could, could not be- come
1: <laughs> up with <laughs> no. all of these ways that he talks about glorifying God. If yeah. I had to sit down and think about it. And yet. Each one of them is unique mm-hmm. and just so
0: applicable in our lives. Yeah. So for our audience out there, worldwide audience out there, uh, we started uh, this book on episode 142 and then we did episode 149. So we're trying to knock this out as quickly as possible. So uh, I know a couple of weeks ago we did episode 149, but today uh, we're going to go ahead and and uh continue on the introduction of this book as we are in the section of man's chief end. yeah and so last time we what we talked about
1: uh, what it is to glorify God and then uh, why we must glorify God and uh, then we're going to get into as you said, how many ways may we glorify God.
0: Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and you want to go ahead and start that off, Steve? And how many ways can we glorify God? Yeah, so he's got 17 or 18
1: main points here. Mm -hmm. And then one of them he's got broken down into a couple of other points too. So this first section, in how many ways may we glorify God? He says, it is glorifying God when we aim purely at his glory. It is one thing to advance God's glory, another thing to aim at it. God must be the... Here's the Latin for Yes, the terminus ad quem. <clears throat> excuse me, the ultimate end of all actions, and thus Christ in John uh, eight verse fifty says, "I seek not my own glory, but the glory of Him that sent me." And so he gives Christ as an example of the what we should follow in mm. in seeking God's glory and advancing. His glory and aiming at his glory, even more importantly, making it the ultimate end of all of our actions.
0: Yeah, he goes on to say, A hypocrite has a squint eyes for for he looks more to his own glory than God's mm. Our Savior deciphered such and gives a caveat against them in Matthew uh six two. When thou g- givest alms, do not sound a trumpet. A stranger would ask, what means the noise of this trumpet? It was answered, they are going to give to the poor. And so they did not give Zalms, but they sell them for honor and applause. That they might have glory of men. The breath of men was the wind that blew the sails of their charity. Verily they have their rewards. The hypocrite may make his acquaintance and write and receive in full, uh, payment.
1: Yeah. And so then he goes on to, to admonish, let us take heed of self-worshiping, aiming purely at God's glory. Mm. And, uh, then he breaks even that down, breaks this first section down into three subpoints. Mm-hmm. And the first one he says is when we prefer God's glory above all other things, above credit, estate relations, when the glory of God coming in competition with them We prefer his glory before them.
0: Yeah, and um, I just wanted to back up just right just above it. Uh, He he quotes uh, uh, Cyperin, uh, the Christian martyr, uh, the bishop of Carthage, uh, who was alive in 248 to 258. Uh, He says, Whom Satan cannot prevail against by intemperance, those he prevail against by pride and vainglory. Oh, and then you read this Oh, let him take the word. I, I thought that was just really good. Mm, yeah. um, and then he goes on to the sub point number two. He says, we aim at God's glory when we are content that God will, God's will should take place though it may cross ours. Mm, yeah. Lord, I'm content to be a loser. If thou be a gainer to have less health, if I have more grace and thou has more glory, I mean, that's. Do we think about that?
1: Yeah, Submissing ourself, submitting ourselves, submitting ourselves to the Lord's will in our life, even though it may contradict what we want or what we desire. You know, it's easy to talk about God's glory, right? Yeah, it's until until God's will, God's glory, contradicts
0: our own pleasure, our own pursuits, and and it will be tested. I, I believe us as Christians. Uh, what, what we say will be tested because that's how we're going to grow. Yeah. Let your will be done, not mine. Absolutely. And, and here saying, am I, and and listen to this very carefully, Christian, um, are we willing to be the loser and God be the gainer? Mm -hmm. You know, if that means that we have less or no health for God to get the glory. And we'll, we'll unpack some of these a little bit more as we continue on. Um, and, and he goes on to say in that section, our blessed Savior said, not as I will, but as thou will, as Amen. our Lord Jesus was saying to God yeah. the Father.
1: And the next, next point in this section, he says, we aim at God's glory when we are content to be outshined mm. by others in gifts and esteem so that his glory <laughs> may be increased. And then he uh, he quotes from Philippians one fifteen. He says, Some preach Christ of envy, notwithstanding Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. And then he goes on to uh, say in this section, Let my candle go out, if the sun of righteousness may but shine. And so again, Paul's aim was for Christ's glory, for God to be glorified, through his life and uh, even if that caused um, you know people to think less of Paul and more of somebody else so even if, even like, a, if like Apollos? yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you know he wasn't uh, he wasn't concerned to to uh, be first chair you know
0: as long as Christ was glorified exactly <laughs> I mean how guilty are we of that? When we get jealous of other brothers and sisters who are doing more. Exactly. Why,
1: They've and, got that gift. They've got, they're the public eye, uh-huh. you know? And so it's so easy
0: to to be envious of that. Yeah. And, and I'm saying, Hey, like we, the, you know, God has given them a gift mm. that God may be glorified. He's been purposed to doing that duty, Amen. you know, and that, you know, we should be really supporting. Absolutely. Instead of being divisive about what somebody else is doing for the Lord.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're all working for the
1: same master,
0: same master, same kingdom. So make sure uh, you guys are thinking that through guys out there. Uh, he goes on. Um, in that, uh, in number two here in that same section, we glorify God by ingenuous confession of sin. The thief on the cross has dishonored God in his life, but at his death, he brought glory to God by confession of his sin, and that was Luke uh, twenty three forty one. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, a, a humble confession
1: exalts God. How is God's free grace magnified in crowning those who deserve to be condemned? Mm. And then he goes on to say, confession glorifies God because it clears Him. Mm. It acknowledges that He is holy.
0: And righteous, whatever he does. And I think a lot of people would have a problem with that. Yeah. Like, this guy lived a life of just sin. His whole life. Okay? And we're going to be... And he... he, I mean, he talks about um, doing... This this thief on the cross. the, The thief on the cross was just doing living his life in sin and moment the moment of his death he acknowledged who Christ was and he was saved mm.
1: again it just goes to focus refocus the attention on the whole reason for our justification right it's not mm. because of what we do but because of what god has done for us in christ so if it was based on on our works on our activity you know it would not be that way the object of our faith is christ and work that he's done for
0: us. He goes on to say that Nehemiah vindicates God's righteousness in uh, chapter 933. Thou art just in all that is brought upon us. A confession is ingenuous when it's free, not force. I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And the prodigal uh, son charges himself with this sin, before his father charged him with it mm, yeah. and he was just given those examples there.
1: And then next, uh, he goes on to point number three. He says, we glorify God by believing mm. from Romans, uh, five, uh, four verse 20. Abram was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Unbelief affronts God. It gives him the lie. He that believeth not maketh God mm. a liar. Yeah. So again, Focusing our attention on what God has told us and believing what He's revealed to us through His Son and through His Word. That gives God glory. But faith brings
0: glory to God. It sets to its seal that God is true. John mm-hmm. three thirty-three. He that believeth flies to God's mercy and truth as to the altar of refuge, and garrison himself in the promise and trust all he has with god and that was uh psalms uh 30 um 31. 30, 31 5 yeah and how guilty
1: are we of this of not trusting what god has revealed to us in his word mm-hmm. you know and uh we get to be so anxious about things and uh you know uh, feel like we need to do something for our salvation that we need to do some work so that we, uh, when we sin, you know, we begin to doubt instead of trusting what God has told us in his word, that he's never going to let us go, that, uh,
0: when we're his, we're his eternally. In, in that same section, uh, the, the great famous story of the Bible, the three children glorify God by believing the God whom we serve is able to deliver us and, and will deliver us, Daniel three seventeen, and he's speaking of Daniel's friends. Yeah. Faith knows that there is no impossibilities with God, and will trust Him where it cannot trace Him. Mm-hmm. He makes he makes another reference to um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or uh, Azariah, Hananiah, and. Uh, I'm just mentioning Shack Rack and Benny. <laughs> Shack and Benny <laughs> from VeggieTales. From uh oh, okay. Oh man. So, um uh, so yeah, and you and we see what happens there. We'll talk about it a little bit more in one of the other section yeah. of uh of the of the Hebrew boys who uh stood up to King Nebuchadnezzar.
1: Yep. So he goes on, next point, he says, we glorify God by being tender of his glory. God's glory is dear to him mm-hmm. as the apple of his eye. And then he says, an ingenious child weeps to see a disgrace done to his father. That that was convicting for me. You know, how, how hurt am I when I see God's name disgraced or his glory uh, disgraced? And... Uh, I think that's something that I need to be more cognizant of in my own life.
0: Mm. Yeah. When we hear God's reproach, it is as if we reproach. When God glory suffer, it is as we suffer. This is to be tender of God's glory. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I ever looked at it like that. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, as we go through this, like you said earlier in the podcast, I, <laughs> I didn't know that there was all this way to glorify God.
1: Well, I think it sheds a whole new light. Just that point alone just sheds a whole new light on the kind of our conversations that we have with mm. people when we're in a group, you know, and uh, we're talking with people or hearing God's name used in vain or hearing him spoken of in a way yeah. that uh, dishonors his glory. You know, what's our
0: response to it? Yeah. And and he's going to touch on that. Like I said, <laughs> he's going to touch on that a little bit later. Are we, do we have a righteous anger when God is being uh, 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 ill spoken of, yeah. He goes on to in section five. We glorify God by fruitfulness. And that is uh, John fifteen eight. Hereby is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. It is dishonoring to God to be barren. So fruitless honors Him. And sorry. As it is dishonoring God to be barren, so fruitfulness honors him. And that is Philippians uh, 1, 2. Filled with the fruit of righteousness, we are, to, we are to the praise of his glory. We must not be like the fig tree in the gospel, which has nothing but leaves, but like the uh, pomes uh, citron that is continually either mellowing or blossoming, and it is never without fruit. And that word is the fruit of the citrus, uh, pomes uh, citron. I had to look that up. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so then he goes on to say, quotes from Matthew 5.16 as well, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify mm. your Father which is in heaven. So we glorify God by being fruitful, by doing the things that he has caused, uh, that he has given us to do, being faithful to do those good works. Mm. That God has prepared for us. From uh, we read in in, in Ephesians two, um, verse ten, you know that we are assigned works that God has prepared for us to do, and so we glorify God in that way by doing those things.
0: He says, faith sanctifies our work, and works testify to our faith. Amen. I love that. He goes, by being fruitful, we are fair in God's eye. Uh, Jeremiah 11:16 The Lord called thy name a green olive tree, fair and of God, goodly fruit, and we must bear much fruit. It is muchness of the fruit that glorifies God if he bear much fruit. I mean we are to bear fruit as Christians. Um I mean Paul talks about this that when we are still in the milk of the word, we're not teaching others Remember, guys, we are supposed to grow, bear much fruit, and God gets a glory, not us as we bear fruit and God has given us that that ability to do that, and the gifts that he's given us, He gets glorified amen. I mean, I think that we can look you can look in your life, I can look in my life of what God has uh, has done and given us the opportunities to serve him and glorify him that way. As we said in the beginning of the podcast, like he's uh, like what he's done with uh, you and Leanne and moving you guys around missionaries and then here in Laredo and doing the bookstore, you know, moving me from Chicago down to the Valley. Now we're here in Laredo um, and doing the things that we do in dentistry and, and, and helping out here. And,
1: and it's not an egregious thing. It's just, it's, it's doing what God has prepared us to do. Right. It's giving, using the gifts that he's given us for his mm. glory, you know, even though it's difficult at times, it's challenging, but you know, it's fulfilling in the sense that we're doing what God created us to
0: do. <laughs> yeah. And we'll talk, uh, find myself saying this a lot, but in another section we're going to be talking about how, how we, we worship him and get ga- in gladness Amen. and joyfulness and yeah. what we're doing. So, um, he goes on in section six, uh, we glorify God by being content in the state in which the providence has, has its place as we were just talking about it right now. We give God the glory of his wisdom. When we rest satisfied with what he carved out to us, does Paul glorify God? The Lord cast him into a great varieties of condition as any man in prison, more frequent in death, Second Corinthians eleven twenty three. 23. Yet he had learned to be content. Paul could sail either in a storm or a calm. He could be anything that God would have him. He could either want or abound. Philippians 4, 13. A good Christian argues thus. It is God that has put me in this condition. He could have raised me higher if he please. But that might have been a snare to me. He has done it in wisdom and in love. Therefore, I will sit down satisfied with my condition. Surely this glorifies God much. God counts himself much honored by such a Christian.
1: Yeah. Amen. And then he goes on to say, for one to be content when he is a Christian is no mm-hmm. wonder, but to be content under the cross is like a Christian. Mm-hmm. This man must needs bring glory to God, for he shows to all the world that though he has little meal in his barrel, yet he has enough in God to make him content.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy to be content when everything is going out good, Mm. right? Yeah. Or when you have a lot, right? Amen. Can you, can you feel the same way when you have nothing or when you have little and still give God the glory? When you can't find toilet paper. (laughs) Or paper towels, <laughs> or baby wipes, or baby wipes, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and 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 Christian, please think about these things as we're going through this book. You know, think about it. Yeah,
1: and then point number seven, he says we glorify God by working out our own salvation, mm. not that we work for our salvation. Correct. He says here we work out our own salvation? God has twisted together His glory. And our good. I love this section. Uh We glorify him by promoting our own salvation. It is a glory to God to have multitudes of converts. Uh Now his design of free grace takes and God has the glory of his mercy so that while we are endeavoring our salvation, we are honoring God. What an encouragement is this to the service of God to think while I am hearing and praying, I am glorifying God. While I am furthering my own glory in heaven, I am increasing God's glory and i just couldn't help but think <laughs> in this section of uh john piper's famous quote from his book desiring god he says god is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied mm-hmm. in him yeah. and i think that's what he's what he's talking about here is that when our satisfaction is in god he is most glorified in
0: us yeah where we need a we need to think about pri- our priorities what what are we satisfied? Is it Christ? Or are we f- satisfying the things of this world, mm. the flesh? Amen. And those
1: those two things, God's glory and our satisfaction, are not at odds with each other, right? Yeah. I mean, they're one and the same yeah. because what we so desire, uh, we, we so often think we're going to find our satisfaction in everything else. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, what we come to find out is that our satisfaction is found in Christ, in a relationship with our heavenly Father, with our creator through Christ, you know? And so again, God is most
0: glorified in us when we're satisfied in him. Yeah. And then he goes on into section on um, this section 8, we glorify God by living to God. 2 Corinthians 5:15. Mm. That they which that they which live should not live to themselves. But unto him who died for them,
1: yeah, amen.
0: Whether we live, we live unto the Lord. The man, the manumist lives in his money. The Epicure lives in his belly. The design of a sinner's life is to gratify lust. But we glorify God when we live to God. We live to God when we live to His service and lay ourselves out holy for God, and that's W H O L Y. And then
1: he goes on to say, God has given every man a talent. And when Mm -hmm. a man does not hide it in a napkin, but improves it for God, he lives to God. And so the question is, is not, well, you know, do I have something to give? It is, what do I have to give? Because God has given to each of us a special gift. You know, whatever that is, he's given to each one a special gift. He's given us work to do for his kingdom. I, I,
0: and, and and I really love that next sentence. He says, when a master in a family by counsel and a good example, a laborer to bring his servants to Christ, when a minister spends himself and is spent, that he may win souls to Christ and make the crown flourish upon Christ's head. Mm-hmm. The gifts that we have, they're for a purpose, and we glorify him by living to God and for I mean I'm just uh, I'm just just thinking about as you were just saying um what when we do live for Christ and that satisfaction that we have there's nothing else that's going to bring us joy mm. you know and I can just think about all the times when I didn't know I truly knew the god of this universe what I wanted to fill my life with and mm. as I obtained those things um it came empty. It came short.
1: We think they're going to satisfy. And
0: they don't. No. Listen, Christian, it doesn't. If you are not a Christian and you're listening out there to this podcast, it does not fill anything.
1: It might give a temporary sense of satisfaction and fulfillment, oh, yeah. but it quickly evaporates. Yeah. And then he goes on, point number nine, he says, we glorify God by walking cheerfully. It brings glory to mm. God. When the world sees a Christian has that within him that can make him cheerful in the worst of times, that can enable him, enable him with the nightingale to sing with a thorn at his breast.
0: I mean, nightingale is a bird. (laughs) Yeah, nightingale is a bird.
1: Isn't that such a practical, Mm -hmm. practical application for us? He says he goes on to say that your serving him does not glorify him unless it be with gladness a christian's cheerful looks glorify god religion does not take away our joy but refines it does not break our vial but tunes it and makes the music sweeter hmm. you hear that guys there's just something inconsistent with a christian who is always in a bad mood hmm. and has a sour face and is complaining. It's not a reflection of, you know, whose we are and what we've been saved from and the joy that we should have even
0: in this life,
1: because we know that we're his.
0: Yeah. And he goes on, he goes on to say, as, the gr- as, as the gross sins of the wicked bring a scandal on the gospel, so do, so do the uncheerful lives of the godly. Serve the Lord with gladness. Amen. And that is Psalm chapter 2. Good stuff, guys.
1: All right. Po- point number 10. We glorify God by standing up for his truth. Yep. Much of God's glory lies in the truth. And uh, he says, God has entrusted us with his truth as a master entrusts his servant with his purse to keep. He goes on. We, When we are advocates for truth, we glorify God. Jude 3, that ye should contend earnestly for the truth. We have the truth, right? Uh-huh. And we
0: need to contend
1: for it, not be ashamed of it, you know?
0: And I do want to point this out because he goes on to say the Greek word to contend signifies a great contending. And it's actually, I looked it up, the Greek word there is to fight for. Mm. It's a, It's actually to fight. Not to truth. be embarrassed, not to... No. Not to abdicate that territory. No. No, this is it was it it was a Greek term used to fight. And I and I was because I was like, content, let me look this up and I was very curious of just the and it's a very strong word and it's to fight for truth. Are we fighting for truth out there, guys? There is truth. There There is is truth truth to be fought for. Yes. And and it's and it's supposed to be done uh with a lot of just uh, not backing down, mm. at least is what I, um, as I read this, in, in with in graciousness, way. of course, yeah. But there's no reason to back down. Where there is more of this holy contention, God will have more glory. Some contend er- some contend earnestly for trifle and ceremonies, but not for the truth. We should count him indiscreet that. W- that would contend more for a picture than for his inheritance, for a box of counters than for his box of title deeds. Amen. So. Even if you claim there
1: is no absolute truth, you're claiming there is absolute truth, right? Mm. So it's not a matter of whether or not there is absolute truth. It's a matter of what truth is. Mm. And we have the truth. And yeah. so we should not be embarrassed to fight for it, to contend for that truth, because it brings glorify- glory to God ultimately.
0: Yeah, and as you told me yesterday, Steve, all truth is God's truth, no matter where it comes from. Amen. Um, we and I, and I had told you I was uh, I've been going through Matthew, and in Matthew eight twenty six, as we see the demons speak mm. truth. Yeah and that truth doesn't change just because it's coming out of a mouth of a demon. Mm, okay. Amen. So, and we were pointing that out, yeah. so I thought that was interesting. So, uh point number 11, I think Steve you should start and you're uh I think this is a subject that you like talking about.
1: I love. Yeah, <laughs> doxology or yep. praise or worship. We glorify God by praising him. Doxology or praise is a God exalting work. Psalm 123, whosoever offereth Praise glorifieth me. The Hebrew word bara to create, and barak, to praise, are little different because the end of creation is to praise God. Mm. And then he says, uh, Though nothing can add to God's essential glory, yet praise exalts him in the eyes of others. When we praise God, we spread his fame and renown. We display the trophies of his excellency. I think that's just a really good point again, is that, you know, in his essence, in who he is, nothing can add to God's glory. Yet yet the way that we, we live um, brings him glory in the eyes of other. It exalts his, his uh, position, his status in the eyes of other, and that brings him glory.
0: He goes on to say, in prayer we act like men. In praise, we act like angels. Mm. Believer, believers are called temples of God. 1 Corinthians 3.16. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, amen. And uh, he does give a little warning here. He says, how sad is it that God has no more glory from us in this way? Many are full of murmuring and discontent, but seldom bring glory to God. By giving him the praise due to his name,
1: yeah amen, and I think that there is a way to to worship that brings glory to God that makes him the center of attention, right mm-hmm. as opposed to man being the center of attention. Um, I think oftentimes you'll hear that you know that uh the music or the way that it's done is neutral, but I, I would disagree. I, I think that there is a way of, of worshiping that makes God central, that makes him the focus as opposed to man. And so the way that we, the way
0: that we worship ends up bringing God glory. I, I love that he goes, many have tears in their eyes and complaints in their mouth, but few have harps in their hands. Blessing and glorifying God let us honor God in this way. Praise, praise is the quit the quit rent that we pay to God. While God renews our lease, we must renew our rent. Amen. Yeah, I. Um, this is not us saying that you can't have drums or. Exactly. Or, you know, this is about the heart. What are you doing? There is a way, I think, as you said, to praise God, but we're not knocking on instruments here. No. I, I think this becomes a heart issue, you know. Are we praising him like uh, I was joking around um, with somebody recently? I was like, yeah, uh, in my old ch- in my old church, I was like, yeah, I would, I was singing, I was singing, and you were right behind me, and you know, I wanted to sing better than you, <laughs> and I was. As as much as I was joking around, but there was times where at, at church, especially on Wednesday night when it was a lot smaller, I'd be like, i want to out sing this brother a little bit. Let me just show him my my uh, vocal cords here. A little bit not of not that I can sing, not that I can sing or anything like that. Even though back in my sinful uh, state, uh, back in the day, I would frequent the karaoke bars in Chicago. So, <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: but again, what is the what is the focus of that? you know yes. i think we always need to do a heart check make sure mm-hmm. that it's to bring god the glory not to not to uh, make it man centered not to put yeah. the focus on, on on us or on somebody else so dangerous you
0: know and we're we're all guilty of it we are um section section 12 here he goes we glorify god by being zealous for his name uh he goes he goes on to say here that uh, Phineas has turned my wrath away while he was zealous for my sake. Zeal is a mixed affection, a compound of love and anger. It carries forth our love to God and our anger against sin in, in an intense degree. I like that. Mm. A mix of affections, a compound of love and anger for the name of God.
1: And he says, uh, zeal is impatient of God's honor. A Christian, fired with zeal, takes dishonor to
0: God worse
1: than an injury done to himself.
0: Yeah, and he says, "Our Savior Christ thus glorified His Father; He being baptized with the Spirit of zeal, drove the money changers out of the temple." John 2:14-17. The zeal of thine house has eaten me up.
1: Yeah. Again. Are we offended when God is offended?
0: Yeah. And then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Are do we are we? I mean, do we get offended when we're watching our television and Jesus' name is being used as a curse word?
1: Amen. Or he's being made fun of. Or Or being
0: making fun of. Does that make you angry, Christian? Should convict us. That it should convict you.
1: And then he goes on, next section, 13, we glorify God when we have an eye to God in our natural and in our civil actions. Mm. Uh, This was really, really convicting, I think, and really practical. You know, he talks about uh, in buying and selling, we do all to the glory of God. You know, do we use just scales when we (laughs) are... When we are in the marketplace, Uh, he says, we buy and sell to the glory of God when we observe that golden maxim to Mm -hmm. do unto others as we would have them do to us so that when we sell our commodities, we do not sell our consciences also.
0: Um, For for some of you guys out there that don't know, uh, my wife is a dentist and we own a uh, dental practice here in Laredo. Uh, you can't see him, but my uh, my sound engineer, he uh, you can't hear him, sorry. Um, he is my manager, and he knows that we try to do what is best for our patient, and the dental business can be a little shady, mm. okay, very shady. And um, if you guys know, uh, and the Lord is my witness, that we don't cut corners, not that we're so great or anything like that, I, we just know that we have been given an opportunity and Steve, I know that here at the Christian bookstore, you do the same, you know, like we are to be um, honest in everything that we do in business dealings.
1: What um, is the purpose? Yeah. Of, of what we're doing. Yeah, Is it in order to increase the bottom line by uh-huh. every cent possible? Or is it to, you know, do what's actually best for
0: the customer? Yeah. And I know you guys do that. with your dental practice. Yeah, and and, P, and I know at times I, I try to uh, stress this to our uh, employees. We do what's right, not what's profitable. Because mm. uh, we've been given an opportunity to, to work, you know, and to serve our community. My wife serves our community. You know, I run the business side. She's the one who's actually practicing. And, and she'll make decisions what is always going to be best. And people might find that crazy, but, you know, this is where, this is where, us as Christians have a responsibility, especially uh, Christian business owners. Amen. You know, Amen. are you doing what's right? Amen. It sets us apart, I think. And I, and he gets glorified. He gets glorified in that.
1: Ultimately, exactly. Yeah. The glory goes to God for it. And yeah. That's what the primary motivation it's, is.
0: It's not about, it's. this is not about me or my wife and we're like, oh, like doing all this. This is about him because of what he's done. He gets the glory. Amen. And we have to remind ourselves that for
1: sure. Yeah, and so it closes out that section. We glorify God when we have an eye to God in all our civil and natural actions and do nothing that may reflect any blemish on religion. You know, and so we're we're called to be involved in this world. We're called to be in in business. We're called to be in culture. We're called to be uh, in the civil community, you know, to be involved, but uh, to make sure that we're doing it so that God is glorified through it.
0: We glorify in section fourteen here as we continue on. We glorify, we glorify God by laboring to draw others to God, by seeking to convert others, and so make them instruments of glorifying God. Mm. I thought that was so well put. Amen. The purpose of hunting down the elect, <laughs> the chosen, the predestined in Christ. Amen. Um, of us sharing the good news of the gospel. Um, because we are the, we, we are that instrument and God brings the glory, uh, because he uses us. We are the means of that accomplishment.
1: Yeah. And I love the, the metaphors that he uses Mm. here. We should be both diamonds and lodestones. Mm. I don't know about you, but I had to look up what a lodestone was and it's actually, it's, it's magnetite. It's this mineral that, uh, that strongly attracts mm. other minerals. And so um, we're, both, we're to be both diamonds and lodestones. Diamonds for the luster of grace and lodestones for attractive virtue in drawing others to Christ. Mm. And so again, we need to reflect Christ in whatever we do, but also to uh, make sure that in, in our actions, and our attitudes, that we are uh, being attractive for yeah. Christ.
0: He goes on in that, this really small section. He says, my little children, whom I've travailed, it is a great way of glorifying God when we break open the devil's prison and turn men from the power of Satan to God. Mm-hmm. So remember, we have a responsibility to share the gospel. Uh, even in this podcast, at the end of the podcast, uh, we do our best to share the gospel. But yeah, make sure that you guys, you, you don't know who they are out there. We're supposed to uh, preach the word to all men. Amen. That's our mandate. Yes. Next, next question,
1: section is uh, fifteen. We glorify God in a high degree when we suffer for God and seal the gospel with our blood. This mm. is kind of a a difficult section to read. You know, this is not mm. what we often hear talked about in Christian evangelical uh, circles. Nope in the U S but he goes on to say, uh, wherefore glorified Lord in the fires, Micaiah was in prison. Isaiah was sawn asunder, Paul beheaded, Luke hanged on an olive tree. Thus did they by their death glorify God. The sufferings of the primitive saints did honor to God and made the gospel famous in the world. Yeah. It was on the blood because of the blood of those many of those early Saints, those church fathers, that the gospel spread throughout the world, God, and uh,
0: yeah, I mean God's glory shining in the ashes of his martyrs, and 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 this is early church, and we, if you guys study early church history, you see all the people that are being uh, killed because of the name of Christ, fed to lions, burned on on the uh, on stakes with fires, being lit up yeah. in the streets of the Roman Empire. Let's not forget that some of this stuff is going around the world in other countries.
1: Absolutely. Every day, yeah. We need to keep our brothers and sisters in prayer in those Mm -hmm. parts of the
0: world. In Africa, in China. So Uh, much persecution going on. Yeah, we, we have it cozy and comfy here in America as Christians. Yep. This is where I think that when... We see this if you were in another country, you will be tested, right? If that came in here I've said this before in other podcasts, I, I, I think that um, when when we see persecution, it's gonna happen through our pocketbooks. At mm. least that's my you know uh, my 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 thoughts on that. But I don't know. We could sure. we, we, we could, but I don't know, especially with everything going on. But man, God is giving glory and shines with the ashes of of his martyrs when they were burned. I mean, I think that was great how he said that
1: it's often in that persecution that the church is growing mm-hmm. most rapidly, most fervently. So may we be faithful to him. May he be glorified despite the persecution.
0: Yeah. And he, and he ends the section, many pray, let this cup pass away, but few, but few say thy will be done. Mm. Amen. Right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man! Yep. So ne- next uh, section sixteen. We glorify God when we give God the glory of all that we do. When Herod had made an oration, and the people gave a shout, saying, "It is the voice of God, of a God, and not of a man," he took the glory to himself. The text says, and immediately the angel of the Lord smote him because he gave not God the glory, and he was eaten of worms. X uh twelve twenty three. We glorify God when we sacrifice the praise and glory of all to God. Yeah. Be careful. It's easy to take some of that glory for ourselves at least, right? Yes. We may not we may not admit to taking all of it. Yeah. But it's it, it feels good to get the glory to get those Absol- uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Get that ovation. Get it is. Get those pats on the back.
0: But I think as we get those pats on the back, we turn around and give it right back to God. Amen. Because that's what we're supposed to do. Yep. Right. Um, and then we just let, we let God himself do what he, let God do what he's going to do as he uh, um, uh, acknowledges us, you know, and all him, not us, all his glory, not I, not ours. Um. You know, he he goes on to say here, so a Christian when he has gotten power over any corruption or temptation sends for Christ that he may carry away the crown of the victory. I thought this was interesting as the silkworm when she weaves her curious works hides herself under the silk and it is not seen. So when we have done anything praiseworthy, we must hide ourselves under the veil of humility and transfer the glory of all we have done to God. Amen. <sighs> he
1: must increase and I must decrease. Yes. Arise, right, and then section 17. We glorify God by a holy life. A bad life dishonors God. From 1 Peter two nine, Ye are a holy nation that you should show forth the praises of him that hath called you. And then he so goes on to say, though the main work of religion lies in the heart, yet our light must so shine that others may behold it. Mm. So a holy life is our life holy.
0: Yeah. When the saints who are called jewels cast a sparkling luster of holiness in the eyes of the world, then they walk as Christ walked. 1 John 2, 6. Mm-hmm. When they live as they were, when they live as if they have seen the Lord with boldly eyes and been and been with him upon the mount, they adorn religion and bring revenues of glory to the crowns of heaven. Amen. That this is this is convicting going through this. Absolutely. Because it just shows how many ways I don't glorify God. And this is why it's been enjoyable to go through this book because I missed the mark.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. I mean, I think it's just, it's just, again, so convicting in our daily walk, you know, in our conversations that we have in the media that Mm -hmm. we are involved with, you know, what we're watching, what we're listening to. Um, is God being glorified in it? Is it? Are we reflecting the holiness of God? Are we reflecting His righteousness in our uh, in our attitudes in our work environment?
0: Yeah, I mean, um, this section uh, was really good, and we're not skipping anything. And I really hope uh, as you guys are listening. Uh, through this podcast that you guys have learned something if you guys ever read the book but I would recommend you guys get the book um it's been enjoyable going through this book and it's been convicting but um I I know that this week as uh I am reading through these things makes me a little bit more aware amen about how I can glorify God and I hope that nobody out there thinks that we are saying anything in some legalistic manner uh, if you guys know us, we, 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 we are free in Christ, free as free as can be.
1: Amen. Yeah, and we're not doing this in order to, to uh, uh, engender any sort of favor on God's part mm-hmm. for us, because mm-hmm. we realize that you know our justification is based solely on what God has mm-hmm. done for us in Christ, but it's because of that that we want to live a life that's holy and we fall so far short Mm -hmm. every day. You know, I mean, like you said, going through these, you know, every one of these points, I can see points, areas in my life where I need to check myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes this week's uh, episode, a body of divinity by Thomas Watson. As we still in the section of man, chiefs, and as we went through the section in how many ways may we glorify God. Good. And uh,
1: next time we're going to talk about the uses. Which you list several of
0: the uses of glorifying God.
1: And that is going to be. Interesting discussion, too.
0: Yeah, so uh, we will be uh, going through that section again. We have nowhere to be, so it might take us, uh, you know, months to go through this book. But I really hope that uh, everybody is edified as we go through this. You learn, uh, don't forget about the application of everything that we are. Uh, speaking about in this book, Amen. I think is important. And reach
1: know? out to us. Drop us an email or something. Yeah.
0: Check us out online. Yeah, absolutely. We you love can, hearing back from y'all. You can you can look. You guys can look. You can you guys can look at my ugly face. So um, please don't forget to follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, we are always releasing uh, news, things that are going on here in the ministry. Uh, Joey, uh, Joey's been doing a great job. Uh, we, uh, you, you, brought on somebody new here, part-time, uh, Cielo, uh, sky, I guess that would be in, uh, yeah. in, in news, but she's, 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 uh, doing some great work she here. Is. And so is joy with the videos and just really blessed to have them here. You bet. All right, guys, as we always end the show, what is your only comfort in life and in death that I am not my own, but belong belong body and soul in life and in death to my faithful savior, Jesus Christ. Till next week, guys. Bye-bye.